Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 85, and it's entitled, How Do I Live a More Guided Life? Now, I truly believe that every one of us lives a guided life. I want you to think back on times in your life that you have felt guided, that you have just known a decision that you've had to make. You know, oftentimes when I'm talking to people that are married, I use the example of how many of them just knew to marry their spouse. Like they just felt that good feeling. They felt that they just felt that was the right decision. Now, for you, it might have been a job that you took. And and if you're listening and if you if you happen to be divorced, you might even be thinking, yeah, Joseph, I absolutely knew that that was the right person. Why didn't it work out? Well, it didn't work out because people have agency. But the important thing for you to know is you still made the right choice. When you just know, when you just feel that that is the right thing for you to do, that the spirit is guiding and directing you to do and that you feel peace about and all those beautiful, wonderful feelings, you are never wrong. You need to know that. Just because something didn't work out doesn't mean that you're not guided and led. It simply means another person made a choice. So how do we live a more guided life? How do we have, what, what if you could have similar type experiences as when you've just known that you've needed to go somewhere or needed to do something all the time? This is really the space that I'm playing in right now. This is one of the things that I do as a coach is I help people get more in tune and better connected with the spirit so that they can, they can hear it better, they can listen better. Because oftentimes we have so much confusion in our head that's rattling off. You know, I, I talked to someone yesterday that was going through a, a lot of challenging things. And she even said to, said to me, she's like, Joseph, you know, I've got all these different things going on in my life. And she even listed a few of them for me. And I simply told her, you're not going to do very good at trying to figure that out on your own. Because it hasn't worked yet. You know, when, when we have so many challenges and so many problems and we start focusing on them extensively, a lot of times we just, we just stress ourselves out. We get frustrated. I mean, think about it. When you've had a big challenge, something that you were facing, something that you were scared of, something that, I don't know, you felt like there was, it was this big pressing problem. Oftentimes, it's when you stop thinking about it, when you're taking a shower, when you're on a long drive, that the answer comes. Why is that? Well, it's similar to having a rock band playing really, really, really loud and trying to hear a harp. You can't hear the harp until, you, until the rock band stops. So how do you get the noise in your head to go away? Go do something you love to do. I mean, that's even what I told this person the other day is, hey, just go do something you love to do. Go do something that's going to relax you. Go do something that's going to calm your mind. Because focusing and trying to get our mind to stop 
It doesn't exactly work that way. We've got to go do something else. So that will help you live a more guided life by getting some of the noise out of your head. But how do we know like when we're living a guided life? I mean, so this is something that I'm really beginning to experiment with. I had a so about a year ago, I was working on these drawings that you guys might have seen on the uh, It's Possible Guy page. If you haven't, you can just look at the story highlights and I put all the comics that I've done in there thus far. But I was talking to my mentor and I told him, I was like, Michael, I feel really, I feel really guided, really inspired to go make this comic. But I also feel like I, I also think that I have to do all these businessy things like make calls and connect with potential clients, etc. And at the time, he basically said, well, Joseph, like work on, you know, if you're feeling guided to do the drawings, like work on that. And then when you're guided to make calls or do something else, do that. Now, that did not entirely land with me because it just seems so ridiculous. It really did. Well, recently I had, I had a similar conversation with Michael Neal. And I asked him something along the lines of, so Michael, should I do what everyone tells me that they think I should do? Or should I follow the spirit? No, I get that it's a funny question. And I, I probably even laughed a little bit as I asked this question because I knew the answer. But why is it so hard to do what we feel guided to do when we know we're guided to do it? Because it doesn't look reasonable. Does it look reasonable for me to sit around and draw comics and work on other things and just get business? No. But guys, God has never been reasonable. God is a God of miracles. I've been reading in the book of Joshua. And the thing that really struck my attention was they were instructed to march around this city seven times and yell. That is a terrible battle strategy. A terrible battle strategy. Can you imagine if somebody marched around your house seven times? You'd look around them, first of all, like an idiot. Second of all, you'd say, get off my property and stop trespassing. But it would seem ridiculous. And I bet even for the people inside the city, it did seem ridiculous. And probably even for the people marching, they might have thought it was ridiculous too. What are we doing? But then again, they'd also see, seen the Jordan River part. I think, well, but looking back, it was a, the perfect battle strategy for them because they overtook the city. The walls fell. That's crazy. I truly believe that in our lives, Heavenly Father wants us to see that it's so ridiculous that we think we did anything. I mean, it's absurd. Like, I, I created this book for As a Man Thinketh that I felt inspired to do. But the main part of the book is the cover. And I was instructed exactly where to get the cover. And the funny part is I turned away the guidance because it seemed silly. I went to an inferior site. Like I have, I have pictures that I can buy or that I, 
I already have X amount of units that I can trade for any pitcher that I want. For, you know, really nice pitchers. And the spirit says, no, go, go to this place. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't know what you're talking about. And I went and I searched 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 and I searched. And you know what I found on my professional site? Nothing. <laughs> Seriously, I found, I found nothing on that site. And then I listened and I went to where I was told to go. And I was told, like, almost instantly I found the picture. I was like, oh, there it is. I just knew. Because we are guided all over the time. We just think it looks too silly to listen. That's why we don't listen, because it's like, that is ridiculous. And if you're ever not sure if something's coming from the spirit, or if it's coming from the adversary, you can simply ask the question of the spirit, and if it leaves you feeling peace, it's from the spirit. I was, I was really hesitant to create an audio version of As a Man Thinketh. Now, I've had some hiccups, but it should be up here about in, in the next week or so. But I, I kept asking and I kept praying because I invested a decent amount of money into this. And the Spirit just kept saying, yep, this is it. Go. Go. I have no idea what the Spirit has in store with that recording. And the other part is it doesn't matter. The same way it doesn't matter if you happen to have been led to a marriage that ended in a divorce. You were led that way or you made a choice. One of the two. I don't know. And it doesn't matter. I think so often we try to spend more time figuring out, well, why would God do this? And why would God do that? Instead of simply saying, okay, it is what it is. Where do I go now? Now, I, I say that, but I also know how painful some of the experiences can be. We just don't have to focus on those things. You know, when hard things happen to us, Absolutely. We can be sad. We can be frustrated. That is our choice. Or we can also choose to just turn to the Lord and say, hey, help me. Help me to just feel, help me to feel peace. Help me to feel comfort to move forward. There's, there's something about us trying to figure stuff out that always leaves us feeling anxious and frustrated. You don't have to figure it out. I mean, you, you really, really, really don't have to figure it out. I mean, think about it. The more you've tried to figure stuff out, the less it's worked out. Now, a similar form of trying to figure stuff out, but not on your own. There's a, there's a cool scripture that says, counsel with the Lord and all that in all things. So this is a scripture in the Book of Mormon in a book called Alma 37, actually verse 37. And I'm just reading the first line. It says, Counsel with the Lord in all thy doings, and he will direct thee for good. I really do believe that Heavenly Father can direct our lives because I'm seeing it in my own life. Now, am I to the point that I 100% am all in? No. But I'm getting there. 
And I don't think we have to just be all in. I don't think it works that way. I think, I mean, the metaphor that came to me this morning was, it's like the leaning tower of Pisa. You know, the the more the tower leans, the closer it is to falling over. So the more that you lean into living a guided and directed life, the more that you're going to see. And the, you know, if the, if the leaning tower of Pisa continues to lean and lean and lean and lean, eventually it will fall over. And so you can just lean into it. I mean, even in the scriptures in Alma 32, it says that that's also in the Book of Mormon. There's a scripture that says, just basically try it. Just experiment on the word. Just give it a try. Give it a taste. Try to see what it's like to live a guided life. Guys, once again, I am experimenting with this. I am playing with this. But the more that I do, the happier my life is. There's a man named Ed J. Pinnegar that has a quote that says, you know, God gets all the credit and we get all the fun. When we're guided and directed, we don't waste as much time. I mean, I wasted a lot of time looking for the perfect picture for that book. And I could have just listened right off the bat. A few days ago, my back had been feeling sore. And so I, was, I happened to be at physical therapy for another thing I was working on, which was just down the street from my chiropractor. And I just felt like, hey, let's just, I'm already here. Let's just go in, see if he has time. And I went in and he was able to fit me in pretty quickly. And then I found out he was going to be gone for the next little while. So if I hadn't listened to that little prompting, that little nudging, my back would probably still be sore and in pain. Once again, if you have a nudging, you can check in and just ask yourself and ask the spirit, like, hey, is this something I need to do? I have other moments when I ask about something and, there's, and it's not. There's not an answer of yes. You know, one of the times that I really started to see this was with my mentor, Michael Neal. Well, and not even see it, but just even think about believing in it. He said to me, Joseph, I made a decision that I would be willing to go down with the ship. For him, the ship being inner wisdom, meaning he would follow that guidance, that tiny voice to the ends of the earth. And if, he went, and if the ship went down, he would go down too. But he hasn't gone down. And his life is more amazing than most people would ever imagine. He's able to do so much good in the world, and he's also able to have a lot of fun. There's a quote that says, this is by Leo Tolstoy. It is within my power either to serve God or not to serve him. Serving him, I add to my own good and the good of the whole world. Not serving him, I forfeit my own good and deprive the world of that good which was in my power to create. So when you are inspired to do something and you do it, especially if it's something that serves humanity, you're also blessed. I mean, yes, Steve Jobs made a ton of money off the iPhone and off smartphones in general. Or maybe just the iPhone. But, 
he, he created so much good in the world because of that one tiny invention. And that brought the, you know, the tablets and everything else. And like, it brought so much about. Well, and he also was rewarded very handsomely for creating that. So the same with you. You might have an idea. You might have something that you're thinking about doing that you're hesitant to do. You're the only one. Actually, I was going to say that you're the only one forced to suffer because you're not doing what you're meant to do. But I'd even add, like, you're not the only one forced to suffer. Because the people that you're meant to serve with the things that you're being inspired to use to serve them, the ideas, the, the company that you might want to create, the podcast you might want to create, whatever it is you want to create, you're also depriving them of the good that could come from them using your product and the benefits of that to you. So why don't we live a guided life? Why don't you live a guided life? Or, and, and not that you don't, I mean, what keeps you from living a more guided life? You know, one that comes up for me is distractions. I mean, even as I'm recording this, there's a little bit of noise happening outside, which you guys won't be able to hear because of the microphone I'm using, but it is a little bit distracting. It's like, oh, wait, I was thinking about this really awesome idea and it was coming through me. And then I got distracted. I mean, even just this moment, I, I got distracted because... The, uh, the neighbor was making a little bit too much noise that was registering on the microphone. Guys, that happens to all of us. So what do we do when we're distracted? Get back immediately into what you were doing. If you got out of a lazy river, what would be the easiest way to get back into the lazy river? Just sit back down on your little floaty thing and float. Now, some people might be thinking, is it really possible for me to live a continuously guided life? I mean, where does agency, where does, where does all that come into play? Where does free will come into play? Just because we're guided all the time doesn't mean you have to. I mean, but, but that's the same as me saying, well, Joseph, here's this really, really awesome path that if you take, you'll be the happiest you've ever been in your life. And it will be the best for you. And me saying, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> There's even a scripture. It's in the Book of Mormon. It's in 2 Nephi 32.5. And it says, the Spirit will show unto you all things that you should do. All things. But it says show, not command. Because God wants us to have our agency. He wants us to have our free will. He really is, though. He's, po he, you know, he, he's the guy, and, and please understand, I'm not, I, I'm not uh, talking bad about God by saying this, but he's the guy on the corner that has the sign that's flipping it around and saying, hey, this way, this way, this way, you know, that, that has the, you know, this, you guys know which signs I'm talking about, that they spin them around and they're trying to get you to get your attention. That's him. He's like, Joseph, come on, man. You don't, you don't understand. Like, this is the life that I have for you. It is, 
It is more amazing than you could ever possibly begin to imagine. And I'm even telling you step by step what to do. You just gotta walk the path. So, what happens when we feel guided to do something, or even just choose to do something that doesn't work out? It's okay. I had an experience this, this uh, weekend. Well, I'd, I'd auditioned for this play. And I haven't auditioned for a play in a really long time. But as I got, I actually made it to callbacks. And once I got there, I was the only person for my role. So I was starting to feel pretty good about this. And then once I'd auditioned, I'd, I still felt pretty good. And, and the other people there were saying I did a pretty good job. And I was more surprised than not to get the, the letter that says, hey, thank you. We loved your enthusiasm. Try again. And you know what was cool, though? Number one, it really wasn't that big a deal. And number two, just a bit over an hour later, I got an email back from somebody that I'd sent a part of my book to look over and just, they call them beta readers. The first person to read your book and just go through and tell you what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And I'd, I'd sent this months ago. I don't remember how many months ago, but it was quite some time ago. And, they'd, and then it randomly, they, melt, they emailed me that back. I don't know how it all works, but the way I looked at that was, hey, Joseph, this would have been a great opportunity for whatever reason you didn't get it. Go get to work on your book. <laughs> that's, that's really how I took that, guys. You know, there's a quote that says, God's delays are not God's denials. Whatever you feel you've been denied, it hasn't. You have no idea what God still has in store for you. But the sooner you start doing the things that you're guided and led to do, the sooner you get to experience the fruits of those things. I mean, if I had started this podcast right when I originally felt to, there'd be another almost probably 20, 30 episodes. Because it took me about six months to finally say, okay, fine, Heavenly Father, let's do this. But he knew I'd love it. He knew he, he, he is an ultimate love, the ultimate loving Heavenly Father. And he wants your good. I want you to think about, as I've been talking so far, the thing that you've felt inspired to do lately, or even a recurring one that just kind of, it just feels good. It's not like that overwhelming feeling. It's just that tiny nudge that's like, hey, I'm spinning a sign here. Come look, come check this out. I want you to give it a thought. No matter if you're scared, no matter if you're fearful, no matter whatever reason it is that you're not doing that thing, I just want you to check it out. It is, it's so hard to imagine sometimes that we really could be guided all the time. Like, this is becoming so important to me that I want, if I get out of the spirit, I want to get back in as quick as possible. I just want to get back in. Why? Because this is everything. So, coming back, like, what, what is the first step to living a more guided life? The first step, this comes from, I believe it's Joshua as well. But when they crossed the Jordan River, 
the Jordan River was flowed over on the banks, and they were told to just step in the river. So all they had to do, the river was overflowed, so it wasn't like they're stepping into the depths of the river. They just had to step on the, they just had to step in where it was overflowed on the banks. And then the river, and then the river parted. Whatever it is you're thinking about, whatever it is you're being urged and nudged to do, take a tiny step in that direction. I mean, if you need a little bit of motivation per se, go, go follow me on Instagram, the it's, the it's Possible Guy. And each Wednesday, we do what's called the It's Possible Challenge. From Wednesday to Tuesday, you pick one thing that you will accomplish in that time. It doesn't matter how simple it is or how extreme it is. It truly doesn't matter. It just matters that you get it done and you start, you start experimenting. You start playing with these things. So for me last week, my challenge was to finish some of these drawings I'd been working on that I hadn't worked on in quite some time. And so I made that the focus of my week. It, it did take some time, but not as much time as I would have thought. And now I have some really cool drawings that are done. But it, it's stepping into the water. It's saying, okay... I'm not, I'm not to the level of faith that I'm, I'm jumping in the middle here, but, but I'll give you a step. Well, once we start seeing that that works, we can give them another step. What happens sometimes, though, is we take that, take that step and we get scared that, well, no, this isn't going to work, and we stop trusting it. I believe that this is really how life works. And it's just us learning, learning to trust, learning to grow, learning to try. Learning to hope. I mean, one of the things that I just wanted to do was write a song and me and this lady, I, all I did was just kind of put out in this group that I wanted to write a song. And she messaged me. And it's like, hey, do you want to play with that? And we went and wrote a song. And I'm just going to read you the chorus of that song. Learning to fail. Learning to fly. Learning to trust. Learning to try. The impossible. Every one of you has so much more ability than you could ever imagine. We've just been told so different for so long that we get this guidance and we're like, why do I want to do that? Why could I do that? Somebody better could do that. Who am I to do that? It doesn't matter the thoughts and the thinking that you have in your head. That's just the adversary messing with you. It simply matters whether you're willing to step, take that single step into the water. Because after you take that step, the next step will come. And the next step, and the next step, and the next step. The more I'm learning, the more I'm realizing that Heavenly Father does the heavy lifting. He just wants us to show up. Most of the best things in my life, if not all the best things in my life, I didn't plan. And many of them I tried to avoid. For whatever reason, like, I didn't want it at that time. 
like, I mean, I've had experiences in my life that are just crazy, where you're just guided and you're guided and you're guided. Now, the, the key with guidance is that you feel peace about it. Like when you pray and when you actually ask that you feel peace about it. That tells you it's from Heavenly Father. There's a scripture in Doctrine and Covenants, which is another book of scripture, section 6, verse 36, that says, Look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. That's our permission slip right there to be able to ask Heavenly Father no matter what. No matter when we have a doubt, no matter when we have fear, no matter when we have any of that. To be able to honestly ask him and say, hey, this, these are thoughts that I'm having right now. Is this what you want? And if it, you get peace, the answer is yes. If you get confusion, the answer is no. And as we talked about last week on the podcast, if you get lots and lots of confusion, anxiety, panic attack, that's telling, him, that's telling you very strongly no. So we've talked about the first step is, you know, taking that tiny step and trying out what you want to do. I mean, if you want to record a podcast, you're like, just sit down with a microphone, even just your phone and just record an episode. I mean, just put on your, put on your calendar. I mean, that's, that's what I did. I said, finally, I felt that I needed to get this done after six months of it being on my mind. And I put in my calendar, explore creating a podcast, which honestly meant looking at other people's podcasts and not doing a single thing different and not doing one. But that's not how it worked out. When, when you just take that first step, I believe Heavenly Father takes like 99 steps. This, this may sound like a really bad analogy, but it's like on Hitch where he says... You know, you, you, go ten, you go 10 and they go 90. You go 10% and God will go 90. I mean, what do they say? Like 90% 90, 90 of success is just showing up? Now, you still have to do whatever you're inspired to do. But I love the example in, in uh, First Nephi. It's, it's, verse, it's uh, chapter 17 or 18 in the beginning where he says, that God had him build a boat, but not after the manner of man, but after the way that God showed him to build it. You're going to get to your goals. You're going to get to the things you want to get to, but you're going to look back and it's going to be the strangest path that you've ever seen. It's not going to be a direct route. You're going to look and be like, wait a second. Come on, like this, this is crazy. Are there people that get there through sheer hard work? Yes, they do. And if you want to go that route, be my guest. But I live in a space right now where I'm so guided and so happy just about life in general. Don't get me wrong. I have times when people, you know, people upset me and I get frustrated and I yell at people and I say things that I probably shouldn't. Oh, well, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience too, just like you are. So... The thing that stops people most from living a guided life is indecision. Just take the step. You know, sometimes that indecision is because we're not sure where it's coming from. Well, you simply have to just ask. 
ask Heavenly Father and say, hey, is this from you? Is this from somewhere else? I, I had indecision with the audiobook. And I just asked, and I felt this peace. Like for me personally, it feels like a cool wave washing over me. Now it's taken me a long time to realize that. It like I've been on this journey, guys, for see, I'm thirty. I'm almost thirty-eight, and I've studied this stuff for about twenty years. Been here a long time. But if I could simplify it for you and save you those twenty years. You can always trust the Spirit. You can always trust that feeling inside of you. If you're going a direction and you feel peace, you feel good about going that direction, it's a good place to go. Go. And if you're not sure, just try. As I said, I'm, I'm starting to experiment. I'm, what I'm really doing right now is planting the seeds of living this guided life. I've seen tiny fruits, but because I just kind of started this, I haven't, I, I, I haven't seen any massive, massive fruits. There's fruits growing that I know are growing or I feel are growing, but this is just a better place to live, guys. That place of peace, that place of comfort, that place of joy. So my invitation to you if you're willing to take it. You know, before I get to the invitation part, the other scripture coming to my mind to share is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct, he shall direct thy path. As you trust this, as you trust the Spirit, as you trust this still small voice inside of you that keeps urging you and nudging you in good ways, you will be astounded at what happens in your life. Astounded. And if you don't believe me, just try it. Just go try it. So, I, I, I can tell you as I've just started living in this way and experimenting with this, little by little over the past few years, that it's led me to some pretty good places. I mean, it's led me to some cool things, and I mean, it just has. So, you know, it's interesting, even if you hear a lot of successful people talk, many of them talk about being led by this unseen force. Whether they believe in God, whether they don't, like they talk about this this guiding force, this guiding path. So all you have to do is trust and just trust with a small step. I'm telling you guys, from what this stuff, what I've seen this do, this works. Just give it a try. So here's my invitation to you this week. Whatever thing that you have been thinking about, that you have been guided to do, just take the first step. If it's recording a podcast, go record the first episode. If it's whatever it is for you, it could be the tiniest step. It could be spending five minutes this next week on doing something that you feel inspired to do. 
And then just start paying attention for that tiny, still, small voice. It really is so quiet, sometimes it's hard to hear. And oftentimes, the answers seem a bit ridiculous. And, we, and our realistic mind says, hey, there's no way that will lead me that way. Well, I'm telling you, Heavenly Father knows where He is guiding and directing you. Let Him. And please feel free to respond in the comments on my Instagram page about what it is that you feel nudged and inspired to do. And then go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.